the best of Tom and Vicky. The drug-sniffing dogs at the airport. Yeah. Have you ever come back from a trip and you're waiting on customs and they bring those dogs out? And I don't know why, but... You get nervous? Absolutely. That's me crossing the border, too. I've got nothing to hide, and I'm right. petrified. Well, I start... Just the assumption that you're guilty is enough to kind of put you in that state, I think. The uh, Yeah, the being down in the Caribbean or wherever you may have gone, and I start looking at my suitcase going, well, well I know I don't have anything, but, yeah. but what if it touched something? Right. Right? You start reevaluating all the... People you've been with and well, places you've been. Maybe and... I was sitting on the plane beside a drug mule. Well, sure. I don't and you, know. You see like those movies or TV shows where somebody plants something on someone just to get rid of their stash. It has happened, yeah, right? Sure. There could have been some guy stuck a big, huge block of hashish in my bag. Yeah. Well. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> That's not mine. No. I don't I don't deal in hashish. <laughs> but you love saying it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 943 The Drive. Winnipeg's classic rock. I got to thinking now about that movie Midnight Express. We're talking about the drug sniffing dogs at the airport. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned hashish. Yeah. Now, that's old school. <laughs> yeah. That is very old school. You don't hear about that anymore. No. There's all these different horrible drugs out there. But back in the day, people would try and, uh, well, I guess smuggle hashish. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would come from some foreign country. I don't know. Right. Colombia, I guess. But Midnight Express. <laughs> it's always like the default drug <laughs> It really is. It? Yeah. it is, Yeah. Uh, Midnight Express, oh man. Now, who's it, who movie. is in that movie? Well, it's a guy that I don't recall. Davis, I think was his name. Mm. He's since passed away, actually. Okay. Um, but it wasn't like it was a huge star. But this guy was unbelievable in it. Oh. And it was based on a true story of a guy who, you know, I mean, it's a big cash uh, reward at stake here if you were to smuggle these drugs. Mm-hmm. So there he is, and he straps all the the blocks of hashish because that's the form it comes mm-hmm. in they're like bricks yep. almost and he he tapes them all to his body okay okay now i don't know how huh. he thought he was going to get away yeah with it, but... was he wear a big parka well yeah, coming, <laughs> coming home from columbia well, kinda yeah that's yeah. not suspicious no not really <laughs> but but at the, i don't believe i don't remember in the movie if they had the dogs at that point so right. maybe this was commonplace and people were doing it all the time yeah and he's going to make a lot of cash and now you know the movie going in is about him getting caught because the whole thing is about him being in these horrible jails. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an unbelievable movie. But at the beginning when he's going through the airport and you're, the, he's starting to sweat because he's freaking out. Yeah. And you, you watch the movie and you're starting to sweat. Uh, absolutely. Because you're, you're hoping... He doesn't get caught, but you already know he gets caught. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But you're pulling for him. Yeah, for whatever. He's not doing yeah. anything good, so you shouldn't be pulling for right. him, but you can kind of identify well, with could, his situation. What? Sure, if someone had come up to me when I was that young guy and said, yeah. you want to make 25 grand? Right. Okay, sure. you're going to strap some hashish to you. Right. And you're going to go through the airport. <laughs> <laughs> I had that same panic when I was coming back from Hawaii and I had some macadamia nuts in my uh, bag. <laughs> I was like, oh God, are they going to shake me down? Well, did you, were they in your bag or did you tape them to your body? <laughs> 
mornings with Tom and Vicki. 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. Getting back to the border here for a sec. Have you ever had an issue at all at the border, either at the airport or customs or driving through? Uh, driving through, I've been stopped and pulled over and had the car searched. Okay. Um, I think that's just like a bunch of 20-something girls. They're just looking for like... What clothing you didn't pay duty on, or whatever. Oh, when you're probably, coming back, yeah, it's oh, probably okay. more concerned about shopping. I don't, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't think that we looked like a car load that would be flagged, but yeah. Anything that was no. that was untoward. No, I or think you, we we've we've been. Oh, you know me. I'll, I'll you, admit you, to if you, I'm over the limit. So you claimed everything yeah. you had. Yeah, right? okay. maybe you had to go in and pl- pay duty. So what about no, you? no hashish no in, in the <laughs> trunk. No, no hashish. <laughs> okay, I keep that stuff local i was taken in once and i still to this day don't know why oh yeah taken into a room okay you know pull over there yeah now come in here yeah and uh, this would have been you know in a car Uh okay pull over who are you with and um i was with a buddy okay okay oh right uh, there i'd flag you (laughs) a buddy yeah (laughs) me and a buddy Two guys up to no good (laughs) yeah sure yeah red flags uh the um so i'm taken into a room and the first thing the guy says to me is, uh, well, uh, he's got my passport as well, Mr. McGorn. When's the last time you were arrested? And I went, oh, that's a kind of a trap, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. The last time. Have you been arrested? What if, what if I was never arrested? Yeah. And he said, well, I, that's what I said to him. Oh. What if I was never arrested? He goes, well, when was the last time? I've got to say, that's a terrible way for you to answer that question. (laughs) With another question? That's guilty. That is a guilty man. Well, I was not. That's the thing. But I thought, this is a real inventive way of approaching this by this guy. Right, yeah. Not not have you ever been arrested. Yeah. When was was the last time? time? The built-in assumption, or he's trying to trick me. Yeah, well. Into saying... Uh, I was arrested when I never was. Right. Well, I didn't fall for that trick. <laughs> I mean, would anyone fall for that trick if they'd never been arrested? They just don't have an answer to give. Would they make up a lie? Well, you're at the border. Next thing you know, you're in a room. <laughs> <laughs> and you're admitting to murder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, How did that happen? I just exactly. wanted some American yeah. cheese. So that's it. <laughs> so I did... just went to Grand Forks to go shopping. <laughs> so I did 10 to 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy to be out. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. Looking back here, you would have not, you would have been too young during the Dale Howarchuk era. Right, yeah. Here in Winnipeg. Now, when were you, what year is your, were you born? 86. 86, okay, well, he was here through the 80s. Right. Until, but I mean, you would have been like, he was gone, I think it went to Buffalo in 1990. Okay. Okay, so you would have been four. Yeah, I would okay. have been going but to kindergarten. You would have heard of the legend. I've definitely of, heard the name, yeah. Of our former of captain, for sure. And what a guy he was. As I mentioned, uh, the Dale Howardchuk banner is now down at the True North Square. I would imagine you would by. have met him a few oh, times, hey? You know what? In After retirement, actually, more, uh, more often because, again... The, about the man, about the type of guy he was. He was constantly coming back here when asked, whenever asked, mm-hmm. uh, to do charity stuff. Yeah. Um, all the time. So I got to meet him a few times and, you know, got to know him a little bit. It was easy to get to know because he was such a nice guy. Well, yeah. Right? I remember one particular 
instance where I was emceeing a charity thing. And it was down at the, the old, many people remember the old Marble Club downtown. Okay, mm-hmm. it was a thing. It okay. was a place. What is a marble a club? It was a it, well. It was like a bar, big oh, okay. bar. Okay, yeah, but it was people a, didn't play marbles there, right? <laughs> okay, no, but they had marbles embedded into the bar. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah, uh, and we're doing a charity thing, and I, no, I'm emceeing, and Dale was there um, as one of the celebrity guests because it was a hockey based paraphernalia mm. that was going to be auctioned and stuff like that. Cool. And then I discovered at the last second, I'm the auctioneer. Oh. I'm going, what? What <laughs> about... I got under there. Well, yeah. yeah that's just you don't have those skills? I, no, I have zero skills. <laughs> I thought, how about getting an auctioneer? Yeah. But no, okay, here I go. I'm, I'm sent up there. Um, now, is this like a, a legit auction with people of paddles or is it a little more casual no, than that? very, very casual. Okay. Okay, it would just be, hey, you, I, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I bet you really blew him away with those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 you yeah, were there yeah. with the crazy hat. Hey, you, are you putting your hand up? <laughs> are you just calling for a drink? I, can, I don't understand the rules of auctions yeah. here. So I was struggling. There's no question mm-hmm. about it. And I had items that, you know, were significant. Yeah. Let's say uh, a picture or a, a stick or something like that. You know, it was signed. And, and and but again, usually I, you would an auctioneer would have like the rundown, the well, description, yeah, and everything like that. It was that. kind of a very casual type of event, right? There that people had donated this stuff, so it wasn't that formalized. Yeah, and and really, uh, I don't know how this stuff got there. I don't know how I ended up being auctioneer, to tell you the <laughs> truth. But anyway, <laughs> Dale he could see me struggling up there. Yeah, and so he comes up. Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask him. Yeah. He comes up. He joins me on stage. He said, Tom, you need a little help? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said, yes. Oh, the place yes. must have gone crazy. Uh, they loved it because yeah. then each item that would come up, he would tell a story about because he knew the guy or a situation mm-hmm. or what had played with them or against them. And so he'd tell this awesome story. And then, you know, the people would start bidding like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I had an item in my hands before he came up, and I get two or three people. I say, how about this? You know, <laughs> right? The got, charity lo- almost got, lost money got, if, if you were left at the helm. That's right. I, got, <laughs> I have no stories, no nothing. I can barely lace on skates. <laughs> anyway, and he saved the day. Oh, he really saved the day, wow. and it was, it was awesome. And, and then finally we went through most of the items. And I, I, since I had him up there, I'm saving one toward the end. And uh, it was an autographed picture of him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, finally it came to that. And I, so I was just handing him each item and he'd tell a story and then raise a whole bunch of money. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I finally came up with a picture and he looks at it and he goes, oh, no. Oh, no, you do this one. <laughs> and he walked off because he oh. wasn't going to auction off a picture of himself. That's what a great guy he yes. was. Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. Talking about auctions and ending up in the middle of them by being at a charity event, which is, yeah. I always love doing events. But It's that is, really that's, fun. That's the one, um, well, there's no skill set coming in. 
if you're asking me to auction yeah. you your stuff. Oh, no. Okay. So, I'm talking about when there's, like, professionals doing it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it is, actually. <laughs> so be around and see, like, it's in, like on the movies and TV when you've seen auctions. It's very... It really happens. Very impressive. Mm -hmm. The real good ones that I've seen at events that I've been involved with will have the auctioneer and they bring their own spotters. Yeah. So it's a full crew. And they're like waving in. napkins in the air. And and they it's, know, and such, it's like a show. going on. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also the, the really um, generous people in our community that, you know, are in a position where they're well off. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, the, you get a little competition in the bidding room. Yeah. You end up making more money for the charity. But it's pretty fascinating to watch. I always wanted to be one of those people that was in a, a high-risk level of yeah. bidding war. I know. That's, and, like, on my bucket list to, like, bid on something in an auction with a paddle. But the thing is, is that it's kind of, everything's over my budget Well, you know, when you I can, go to these things. You can get uh, unbelievable deals. For instance... They'll have, let's say, I'm throwing this out there at the top of yeah. my head, $12,000, you know, five-star trip mm -hmm. to Australia. And you can get it for eight grand. Yeah. But you got to come up with the eight grand that <laughs> and night. And that's, that's my problem. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't got it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, what I want is like an average person's auction where things are going for like 30 bucks. <laughs> like, like that would be fun for me because I could actually take part. I don't I don't yeah. have a couple grand to, you know, to spend. No yeah. matter what the great cause is, I don't have it. You might and be some able to, guy who does is yeah. going to outbid me every time. Oh, sure. You may have your, your, your idea of an every day person auction yeah you might be able to steal a, a set of pots and pans oh, or something hey i could use them i can use them <laughs> mornings with tom and vicky 94.3 the drive winnipeg's classic rock reopening of schools is that the beginning of the road down the highway to hell mm, some people think so you know certainly. what it's it's so it's so delicate it, it would be it's got to be so difficult if you're the the people trying to put these plans in place yeah and you're so, never going to please anybody so everybody. complicated yeah but again i still go back to that little kid who's going to lose his mask every day <laughs> <laughs> parents got to buy yeah. it in multiples he forgot he's going to forget his his hat yeah forget his mitts yeah and lose his mask <laughs> Eric on text says, uh, do you know how grade one kids trade their lunches with each other? Don't you think they would do the same with their masks? Oh, yeah. Of course. Somebody's got like a Pokemon one yeah. and he wants a frozen one. Yeah, and... I'll give you a peanut butter sandwich for your Pokemon <laughs> yeah. mask. <laughs> it's well, that's why Dr. Rosen's like, well, I don't know if the younger kids should because it's going to be so hard to get them to wear them properly. Yes. And exactly. yeah, then they'll have, they'll be trading. Let me try on your mask. And yeah, yeah that's a possibility, I Maybe guess. Maybe I might just go with, uh, give, give it a shot. Sure. But you know, as soon as you lose it, well, all right. Then. <laughs> <laughs> just enjoy your lunch. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicki. 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's classic rock. Talking about the kids going back to school their runny noses and everything mm -hmm. else. Just a monumental task. Yeah. I don't want to sit back here and 
Well, it is, you know, the visual of the kid with the trying to keep a mask on a five-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? It's tough. It's probably almost impossible. Yeah. You have a you have a friend who has a five-year-old yeah. going to school for the first time. Kindergarten, first time this year. And she's been so excited to start school. Like a lot of those kids, they see their older siblings going. And um, she, my friend was just like, oh, I feel bad that she has to go and start school off on this weird foot. Yeah. That. That's kind of strange. Because yeah. that's a big deal for a parent to bring your kid to kindergarten. Totally. For the first time. Now you got to strap. Oh, no, the kids won't be wearing the mask. Well, I, I, she was or talking maybe. about maybe getting her like a sparkly mask or something. Something <laughs> yeah. that she would like have fun wearing. Right. And, yeah. Right. I did say I had a question. Uh, re-adults and hygiene mm -hmm. of some sort. Because I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on. But... And I'm sure it's just not me that has noticed more of these ads. It could be a TV ad. It could be an online ad. It could be a magazine ad for cleaning inside your ears and nose. You, have you you've had this? a lot of these pop up recently? Well, I, I've, have you not seen the... The ads, like I get pop-ups all the time, these gross ear cleaning things. <laughs> no, I haven't seen them. No? No. Okay. <laughs> and, and, well, how about the nose one? You no. know what I mean? You stick your face right into it, and it sticks right up your nose. Oh, what's it supposed yeah. to do? Clean it out, I think. Oh. You've never... <laughs> or like a humidifier? Have you never seen these? No. You've not seen the ad. Oh, then maybe it is me. Why am I seeing I these? don't know why. Why am I being spammed You're being with, targeted. with ear and nose? Okay, listen, I know, you know, at a certain age yeah. that hairs start growing out of these things. Right. For sure. Sure. Right? I monitor that. Yeah. Okay, I'm on top of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a machine stuck up my nose and another machine stuck up my ear. Maybe you do. <laughs> you don't, maybe you don't know until you try it. Maybe that's the hint. These these ads are not, they're not spam. They're being sent by friends. <laughs> the best of Tom and Vicki on 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's Classic Rock.